At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic, a sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. In the air everywhere, a good Saturday to you and welcome to the latest red piping hot edition of the fifth hour with Ben Maller as we do this eight days a week because you idiots keep downloading. I was hoping the download numbers would go down and we could go back to doing it one or two days a week, but the numbers keep going up and we thank you for that and there's no advertising budget. It's all word of mouth. 
That's it. Word of mouth. It's a guerrilla marketing campaign. It's working. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love you and hate you at the same time. But keep it up. Four hours, obviously not enough. And, and the cool thing about the fifth hour is I would never be able to do an hour on politics and the election on the radio because I would be raked over the coals if I did that. But we did over an hour yesterday of content on the 2020 election. If you missed it, go back and download that. But this is a spinoff of the radio show. And as you know, because you found it available all over the iHeart Podcast Network and available wherever you get your podcast. And joined yet again by a man from west of the 405, David I know it's depressing. David Gascon is making his way in there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The, the insufferable, intolerable, annoying David Gascon. I think I'm. I think I'm fantastic. <laughs> I understand you do. Yes. Yeah, I do. I, I got a company email the other day that told me. Congratulations! You have a company email. I never checked my company email. Yeah. The funny thing is, my boss, one of my bosses, will email me the company emails. He says, "Hey, I don't. Even, I know you don't check this, so yeah. here, uh, just to make sure my personal email." Yeah, yeah, I was. I was informed, like many of us were, that to keep your head on a swivel because during election week. Uh, police activity will rise because they expect some kind of civil unrest, rioting and protesting and whatnot. That's always nice when you have to worry about going to work because people don't like who was elected for a political party or an office. Well, the chaos uh, of the world, right? The chaos of the world. Now, I hope there's no rioting outside the home studio here at the Maller Mansion. I hope that everything's okay and there's no anarchy, you know? No, you know, I don't think, you think be there'll fine. be a uh, mob rule. You don't think there'll be that or uh, no, not where you live. You hostility. Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's any. I don't think there's many people that live where you live. You, you don't think there'll be a rebellion? No, no, not where you live. How concerned should I be that Doc Mike is cl- he's going to move to California for four months? Why? Uh, he got hired as <laughs> an advisor, some family. Found Doc on the internet. Of course. Apparently didn't read about him <laughs> and hired him to go help somebody in their family that's sick. Oh, and so they're going to put him up room and board for like four months. Doc always leaves Chicago in the winter. He's not a dumb. He, he might be silly, but he's not dumb. And uh, so he's going to be out here and he's like, he's invited himself into the studio. And then I said, hey, Doc, <laughs> I'm not actually at the studio anymore. I've got my home studio that I do the show from. So I have the remote studio. And so. Um, and I'm not going to tell you where I live. And then so Doc's, Doc pretty much implied that he's going to use GPS tracking to find out where I live. And he's going to come into the home studio and uh, complete disobedience. And he will lead an insurgency. Yeah. Right? And rise into the studio to overtake the, mi- the microphones. A blatant disregard to authority. And, uh, and try to have a hostile takeover of the show. Yeah, that might, how concerned should I be? I, you but Doc, be. I would I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah, you should be. I, I think I was reading a week or two ago about an NBC reporter that was using some some dark web tactics to dox individuals that were. Oh my yeah, that was a great story. Yeah, oh my god, that were contributing to to President Trump's reelection campaign. She was actually doxing people that were contributing to intimidate them. Yeah. Well, we've seen all. I, I, there was a story this week, uh, the other day, about you know, trying to dox sports owners. Uh, well, expose them to expose who's spending money on Republicans. And uh, I don't know if you saw that story, but it's amazing. The people that own sports teams are wealthy, and they're <laughs> they want to keep their money, yeah. and so they vote for they vote for Republicans. That's a shocking concept. Yeah. It is odd, though, because the players are all supposed to be the other side, right? The players vote one way, even though the players are all rich, too. Yeah. No, no one's poor in professional sports. There's not a single person in professional sports playing or owning a team that's poor. I'm still there are people that work for teams that are poor, but that's it. Yeah, I'm still waiting for someone to take a shot at Tiger Woods, but I don't think they're going to do that. No? No. Well, well like, we got Jack had that long email, man, right? Oh, yeah, Jack Nicholas. yeah. J- Jack Nicholas had the long... Long email the other day. Uh, all right, so on this podcast, I guess, because we, we spent a lot of time, I don't know if you know this, on the political podcast, and so everything's a certain amount of a lot of time, and then when that doesn't go well, we have to change it up a little bit. So on this podcast, we've got the Pilot Blues, and in addition to that, 
pop quiz. Pop quiz. Okay. Sounds, sounds good. Keep it simple. Uh, now, you'll get excited about this. You can, might have an orgasm. Uh, the Pilot Blues story, uh, we go into the Maller email bag, the fifth hour email address. This was sent in by a friend of West of the 405. I'm a pilot. Now, normally, I would not allot you know, a good amount of time to just an email. We did before with our biggest fan from Illinois that exposed the Bob Page controversy. We've also done it. We had a remember the, the listener who our show helped them out, and they were into a, a confrontation at, a I think it was a Walmart or a Costco or something like that, and they... Uh, the police came and they liked our show and so they kind of gave them a break and all that. So so a few times we've done it, but this is from I'm a Pilot and I thought it was interesting. I want to share it with everybody and I hope he does not mind that I'm going to read this aloud. I don't think he will. He didn't tell me not to use it, so I'm just going to go forward. Uh, he writes, and we'll stop throughout this and react. So he says, hey guys, I just returned from my first trip back over to China. So he, this guy goes all over the globe. You know more about him than I do, Gascon, but he goes all over the globe. He's an international pilot. Yep. So he's traveling the little blue marble. Uh, and he says, guys, I just returned from my first trip back over to China since, obviously, the apocalypse. And let me tell you, things are a bit different now. I'm a pilot, says, I will preface this by first saying my company normally sends us pilots to pretty plush hotels for our stay. He says, it's typically a nice central downtown location, executive room and lounge, free food, drink, executive privileges, all the privileges included, et cetera. Uh, All the things that one would expect. I've seen this. I've stayed at some hotels, nice hotels like in New York, and the pilots will come in from JFK and they'll stay there for a few hours and then go back to JFK. and. Uh, we, we've witnessed that. But anyway, so he says it's like that everywhere. Obviously, that's how the, the work, the, the travel game goes. Uh, he says those are all things that you would expect. We have pretty much free range to go to some nice restaurants or bars or go shopping. All right. Now, you ready for the plot twist? Yes. He says, well, brothers, that isn't the case anymore, I'm a pilot says. Uh, I will give you the quick summation uh, of uh, summation, rather, of our new Chinese government-mandated procedures. So, again, this is a guy, f- fan of the show, w- fan of West of the 405, unfortunately. Yes. Uh, but he is giving his experience, having been to China many times over the years, the difference between the U.S. and China, and what's happened since the pandemic, COVID-19, coronavirus started. He says, upon arrival... In China, we are greeted by two full hazmat-wearing employees of company and quickly escorted through customs and immigration. Upon the way we have our uh, upon the way we have our temperature check, and it's checked a few times, and some paperwork is checked. They also checked our pre-departure COVID test results. All right, next. But wait, there's more. Next, we waited for two more hazmat-wearing security officers to escort us from immigration to hotel, which is attached to the airport. So again, before staying at nice downtown hotels in, I don't know what city this is in, in China, Beijing or wherever, but now a hotel, I'm, I'm implying it's a shitty hotel that's attached to the airport. And I'm a pilot says, you enter and leave using back doors and service elevators. <laughs> so you're going through the kitchen. Wow. It's, it's like sneaky. It's like when I was a kid. I don't know if I've told this story before. I was an autograph hound when I was a kid. I, should, I do a podcast on that sometimes. But one of my great accomplishments, the All-Star Game was in San Diego. This is back maybe in the early 90s. Yeah. And we got tipped off. Because we had a network, this before social media and email and all that. We got tipped off that Joe DiMaggio, the great Joe DiMaggio, was going to be a, a, at this hotel. Guy tipped us off. So we went. He was in town for an autograph show at the All-Star Game. So we went to this hotel to get Joe DiMaggio's autograph. And you know, keep in mind, I was like, you know, I was a you know, young guy. and uh, But I was on my own at that time. No, I wasn't living on my own, but I made my way to San Diego. I wasn't working in San Diego. It was before I worked in San Diego. So I went to the hotel, luxury hotel in San Diego, 
And uh, Joe DiMaggio gets off. We spotted him. We set, We were stalking the lobby. We spotted DiMaggio get off the 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 the, uh, the main elevator bank. Mm-hmm. Make a quick left turn. Walked right through the back, the employee area, through the kitchen, and uh, and dodged every kid. Every kid. We were so pissed off. I was like, I spent hours in that hotel lobby, and uh, you know, this Dimaggio had security, and they went right through the kitchen, right through the area where they take the dirty linens <laughs> and they do the laundry. Wow. So that's pretty damn good. So my my encounter with the great Joe Dimaggio was to just see an old man with two big burly security guards get out of an elevator and make a quick left turn into the service area of the hotel and through the kitchen. <laughs> it's not even it's like almost not even worth it to fly out there, don't you think? Uh, yeah, I actually wrote back. I said, uh, I'm guessing you're I'm not done with the email by oh, the way, but I, I I there's more to it, but I I wrote back. I said I bet you wish you could have that Southwest Airlines from Dallas to Houston route now instead, you know. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, the uh, email continues. Again, this is very detailed. I wanted to give it its proper time, let it breathe a little bit. This is from our buddy, well, guess God's buddy. I'm a pilot, fan of the show. Yeah. And so we told you what happens. He arrives in China. He's greeted by hazmat employees. This is like out of a horror movie so far, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Anything flying into China, especially right now, yes, it is. If you were an alien from another planet and you came here, this is how you would be greeted by people. If we knew you were coming, (laughs) this would be how you were. Am I wrong? Oh, not at all. I don't think I'm wrong. All right. So, so far, when we left off, two full hazmat wearing employees, uh, you know, check the temperature, paperwork, the whole thing, uh, go to the hotel, attach the airport, you enter and leave. Using back doors and service elevators, as we said, that led to my Joe DiMaggio non sequitur. Um, Then, here we go. Now, I'm a pilot, says it gets fun. He says the hotel is staffed with Chinese CDC personnel only. They're the only people that are working at the hotel. (laughs) They work for the Chinese CDC. And uh, he says, you have a temperature check. You fill out some more paperwork. What a nightmare. What a freaking nightmare. Uh, you fill out more paperwork with your quarantine requirement procedures. And then he lists the quarantine requirement procedures. You want to hear these? Yeah, give them to me. All right. Number one, you are not issued a room key. Now, why are you not issued a room key, Gascon, by the Chinese CDC? Because if you have coronavirus, you could transfer it onto said key. No, you are not given a room key because you are not allowed to leave your room for any reason. Oh, my So you, you don't God. need a key. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to China. <laughs> Holy crap, Ola. Are you serious? Is this real? Uh-huh. We think it's real. We, we have yeah. no reason to not believe it. We know a little bit about I'm a pilot. I don't know too much, but... Yeah. From everything we have been told, this is true. But wait, there's more, Gascon. You are then, according to I'm a Pilot, number two, you are escorted to your room by CDC staff, and there are cameras, as it's pointed out here, this is China, and the hallways are monitored by the CDC personnel. <laughs> sound good? How's it, how's it sound so far? It, it sounds like you're in boot camp. You Number three, you must check your temperature three times a day and record it on a form. Wow. Well, you could lie about that. You could just write it down, right? How do they, are they, they have cameras in the room? They might. Do you have to put the thermometer up your ass? Is that required also? <laughs> All right. Uh, number four, no ordering any takeout food to be delivered. Not allowed. Might be a blessing. No, no DoorDash, none of that. You are given 20 disinfected tablets. Uh, and it says tablets here, 10 of which are supposed to be placed in a toilet prior to defecation. Oh, I see. So they're the kind of, okay. So they think that the, the Chinese government seems to think that just taking a shit that the coronavirus will get out in the air. Into the water? Not, well, maybe in the water, but also in the air. And then, uh, yeah. Maybe. That's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. Number six, the room is basic, contains two full size beds, one of which has no sheets. <laughs> that's wow. that's nice. So they want you to sleep on obviously the bed with the the sheets on that. Uh, number seven, you are given one sheet, two pillows, and a comforter uh, comforter in the room. 
That's it. What if you call down? I wonder what happens if you say, can I get an extra pillow? How would that go? What if you want to bring in company? Like a nice uh, young lady to cuddle up with? Yeah. Yeah, apparently not allowed. Uh, there is a ta- there's a table outside the door and inside a table and a chair and a small TV. 32 inches or smaller. There are 18 channels. One of them is in English. <laughs> it's a slight issue if you're, you know, don't speak the native tongue in China and you're they're hanging out. It's a little bit of a problem. What do you think the English channel is? CNN. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, CNN International, which is like Chinese state-run uh, television, state-sponsored television. Uh, all right, uh, number nine. It gets better. It gets even better. You are issued one roll of toilet paper, one shower gel, one shampoo, conditioner, soap, and slippers. All right, well, that I might need a little extra toilet paper. But you know, I, I'm okay with one shower gel, one shampoo. That's that's not too bad, I don't think. If I'm a if if I'm a pilot, I'm staying on the fucking plane. You just sleep I'm, on the I'm, plane. I'm not even deboarding. I'm going into first class and I'm just laying out. Yeah, that's right. The planes he flies are, I would guarantee, more luxurious than this experience. Yeah, I think All he right. flies like seven seventy sevens and seven eighty sevens. Those things are huge. Uh, number 10, bathroom has two bath towels, one hand towel. Again, that to me is not that no. egregious. Of course, I've stayed at some flea bag hotels, so for me it doesn't sound that bad. It sounds like my normal hotel. Uh, meals, you want to hear how the meals go? Meals are served at 630, 1030, and 1700. Uh, they knock on the door. Uh, right there, and they <laughs> they, they uh, place the food on the table that they, remember we told you there's tables outside the doors. Um, so I guess you're allowed to open the door and get the food out. Yeah. This sounds like prison, right? Don't they do that in prison? They yeah. slide the, the cliche of the, 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 the Hollywood trope of the prison where they slide the food under the prison door, right? We've all seen that in the movies. Yeah, just like that iron tray that comes in and out. Yeah, exactly. Uh, meals, according to I'm a pilot, are these are Chinese meals. Your only crime so far is being a pilot and doing your job, and this is the, the way the, you're treated by the Chinese government. Meals are are uh, they're hot. There's some kind of chewy meat, rice, bread, and vegetable. They come with two liter bottles of uh, water. One you can choose from a few options. All of them are pretty bland. Uh, according to, to I'm a pilot. Well, I'd probably like that. I like bland, bland food, so I'd probably be okay with that. Uh, number 13. Again, though, hold on. Where is the upside of leaving the plane? Because you can go in the galley and uh, take anything from the first class meal selection. Will they not let you stay on the plane? Is that the yeah. issue here? Yeah. That's probably the problem because they have to bring the hazmat guys. Imagine what they're doing to the planes. Oh, my God. This is what they're doing to the people. Imagine what they're doing to the planes. They nuke them. (laughs) Jeez. All right, number 13. Number 13 on the list. Breakfast is an English-style omelet. How about that? The Chinese love the English-style omelet. How about that? Sausage, potato, bread, beans, a cereal, milk, orange, banana, muffin, and a two-liter bottle of water. Man. That's not a lot of water, two-liter bottle of water. It's not a lot of water. I like a lot of water. I'm a water drinker. I like yeah. my agua. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it doesn't sound like a great breakfast. I'm not a breakfast guy. I fast. I would probably miss that meal. I would skip that meal. I'd like an extra. Can you ask them for extra lunch and dinner? Could that, you know? Or just give me one big meal at lunchtime? But, probably not. But just imagine knowing this and taking that 16-hour flight to go do it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I got two more points. Uh, this is our investigative reporter. We'll call him I'm a pilot. And we do thank him for this. This is very detailed. And it, I think it's good that we need to get this out. I've not heard this before. No, but uh, I know this is new have, information. He's going to have something better or different when he goes to like Europe or like, I don't know, India. Well, we, we look forward to hearing uh, that story. But he also says, number 14, the Internet is spotty and very slow. Spotty and very slow. And um guessing monitored, right? The Chinese yeah. internet is much different. And I've, I've heard that the, the good people of China have figured out the way of, there's a workaround and you, uh, you get a device on the, on the internet 
and um, it's called a can, VPN. Yeah, VPN. Do you have a VPN? I do. Yeah. Yeah. How's that working for you? It's good. It's cheap. It's not expensive, but how much does it cost? Uh, I paid fifteen bucks for it. Just that's it. Do you have yeah. to pay it every month? No, I got it from a buddy of mine. Oh yeah. Can you hook a hook a guy up or something? Eh, you know. What? 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 You know, I'm saying, I mean, if you knew somebody that might need a VPN, you know, might have used to have one, but doesn't I, have one. I mean, you know, just I, I asked help you out. for an entire year for a link to NFL games, and you told me to kiss your ass. How about this? <laughs> Let's negotiate. Let's make a deal. All right. You hook me up with your guy. One-time fee, 15 bucks. I'll even pay him 20 Okay? I'm generous. I will give you the mother of all links. I will give you the... The great, the single link to unlock any sporting event you've ever wanted to watch globally. Really? For free. You have a fire stick? No. Are you sure? I don't. All right. Sounds like you have a fire stick. No, this is web web based. This is not. Oh. Yeah, it's web based. All right. It is game changing. It is life-changing. It is so good that only a few people know about it. I'm one of them. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how good That's how good it is, okay? Oh, man. All right. That's all I will say. Damn. And, and I'm, I can say that because I was told that the people using said website are not in any kind of criminal danger. The people who run the website are the ones that are in some trouble. Yes, so, yes. Yes. So, I, I, okay, I, that's the, that's my offer, Gascon. That is my offer. I will give you the holy grail, the holy grail. Yeah. And in return, VPN. Yeah, it, it's done. It's funny you say that because the same guy that uh, I just mentioned. Yeah. He was getting monitored by the FBI, and Ooh. and they actually sent him shutdown orders because he has like a bunch of towers in his place or used to anyway. Uh-huh. And they would shut. He, they were told, or he was told, to shut down his towers. Really? Yeah. This is like back in like the the pirating days of like pirating stuff. So, yeah, the VPN is awesome because yeah. you can go and even though you're in the same location, you can the internet. You can convince the internet that you're in a different location. You, yeah. you say you're in New York, you can say you're in California, yeah. or certain things are blocked from viewing in America. But if you're in Europe, you can watch them. Right. A lot of people do this to watch Netflix because Netflix has different programming yeah. depending on which country you're in. Even YouTube. Like if you go to YouTube videos here in the States, there could be some internationally that you can't watch yeah. because of the permissions. Now, I just want to go for the record. You should not do this. It's wrong to do this. It's inappropriate to do this. You should not do it. It's immoral. Uh. You might go to hell. Don't do it. But if you do do it, let us know how it works. <laughs> Man. Uh, all right. Last point from I'm a pilot. This very detailed uh, message. He says, uh, the final message, you get a knock 30 minutes before your scheduled time to depart. To leave the hotel, you are escorted back. Your temp is checked at various times, and paperwork again is filed and is checked. He did finish it by saying, "Thank goodness I had downloaded your podcast, as they kept me entertained along with Netflix. Never enjoyed my own bed more." Signed, I'm a pilot. Love that guy. That's a good email. Good job by you. I'm a pilot. You know, I've I've been a critic of your work there, sir. It, he took That's your good job by you. But he took your advice. He journaled everything during his trip. Yes. Thank you. That's good. great. I've not heard this anywhere. I've not read this anywhere that this is how our pilots are being treated and and the people that work for the airline industry when they go to China. Yeah. Oh, man. What what if you're just doing business there? Same thing, I would think, right? Yeah. Something similar. You're going to be in quarantine for... So he, the question is this. Is this just a communist country flexing its muscle? Or since this virus is believed to have started in China and there's some conspiracies that it was from a lab in Wuhan, China, is there a chance that they know more about this than we do and that this is actually how you're supposed to be handling this? I think it's both. I think okay. it's fair to say it's both. A little bit of both. I think a lot of both. You don't think so? <sighs> yeah, I 
I'm trying to wrap my head around it. I've read this email a couple of times. I obviously I had the advantage of reading it because he sent it to to us a few days ago, and I was getting ready for the podcast, and I saw it. I said, "We got to talk about this." Um, so, so put the, the put toilet, the the disinfectant tablets in the toilet got my attention. Like, is if you have Corona, is your shit so lethal that it gets in the water supply? And I mean, it's just that that part kind of opened my eyes. Wait, a little. Hold What's on. Going on, the hotel key got me. Well, that's just a dick move by the hotel. Oh, that's wow. just that's just hey, we're communist China, and uh, you know, fuck you, as, yeah. essentially, right? I mean, as as of when we recorded this podcast, China ranked fifty fifth globally amongst the entire world with coronavirus cases. Well, as President Trump said, the numbers might yeah. be askewed a little bit. Right, right. It might be a little bit askewed there. That's what I'm saying. So the intent for them is obviously a, a dictator and that regime. And then on top of that, the, the bully of the Chinese just locking people down because they can and they don't want this to get out anywhere else. Yeah, I mean, listen. At it's, the same it's, time, it's, like their, their GDP has risen. Like They haven't had many falls for the United States and the world has over the last couple of quarters. Well, it's also a good way to get some street cred. You know, we're ruthless. Yeah. We're heartless. We're barbaric. Yeah. Don't come to China. This is because- like <laughs> this is like the old school days of people going into the Philadelphia spectrum and being worried about getting their ass kicked. If no, no. Veteran stadium, yeah. man. The first, it's a great trivia question. You know this, though. The first stadium to have a police precinct <laughs> was Veteran Stadium, the vet in Philadelphia, because yeah. guys like Fats in Philly would come in there with baseball bats and bloody knuckles and uh was it the 700 level what was it called the upper deck and at the vet oh i've heard stories about that my god the stories i've heard i don't know how many of them are true and how many of them are embellished in their fish stories but man oh man it was like sodom and gomorrah right out of the bible the 700 level that's it's good. called 700 level. I yeah. think, yeah, that so was uh, after after COVID breaks up and after we get this thing closed with. We can, can it have, happen soon? Does it happen next week? Guess con? Does it end next? Maybe, week? yeah, maybe after November third. I don't know. We need to go to. I think it'd be appropriate to go on a on a trip with I'm a pilot. Maybe to like Amsterdam. Or like Barcelona. Well, my wife would love that. She's got family not in Amsterdam, but not far away from there, and that would be a dream come true. So that would be uh, that would be cool. Yeah, oh, you'd love Amsterdam. Amsterdam is fucking awesome. Barcelona's well, great too, though. I don't think my wife would let me uh, actually enjoy the red light district, but uh, I can window shop, right? Well, I mean, you can. <laughs> I think your wife would enjoy the red light district. <laughs> well, yeah, she's a little more loose uh, <laughs> with her, uh, you know, going out having a good time than I am. I'm a little more buttoned up uh, when it comes to that kind of and, stuff. And so. she likes sweets. I could see her picking like cookies and the brownies, like the special magical ones. Uh, you got to be a little careful because of her job, but, uh, you know, I mean, maybe by mistake, you know, uh, as long as it's gluten-free. It doesn't have to be, you know. All right. Well, thanks to I Am A Pilot. Great job. This is the kind of content we'd love for this podcast. So if you're a P1, if you're a big fan and you have a kind of a job that... You can give us some inside information. We won't use your name if you don't want us to use your name. We'll protect the guilty or protect the innocent. Um, but send us an email. And, and it's it's really cool that I'm a pilot did this. And the email address for the show is uh, very, very simple. It's realfifthhour at gmail.com. Or you can email me at just benmaller at, g- at gmail or Ben Maller show at gmail.com Ben Maller show at gmail.com or real fifth hour at gmail.com and the story that you think we'd like maybe we'll use it. I can't guarantee we're going to use it but think about us all right you can break some news These, this is a story I'd not heard anything about we've had some good ones we had your doctor on the east coast Yes, we had. That's my- great. That was right. The guy was he. Uh, I forget which state, but not really important. But yes, was it South Carolina? I think it was in South Carolina. I think. But, okay. Yeah. So we had him, and then my buddy in Ireland, uh, my buddy Colin from Dublin, and then obviously uh, I'm a pilot who was overseas in the People's Republic of China. That breaking news on the fifth hour. All right, we have pop quiz. You want to do pop yeah. quiz? We'll go a few pop quiz. Here we go. These are actual quiz questions found around the internet. I will quiz Gascon, and I will quiz you as well. All right, here we go. Uh, nearly a third of mothers admit that when they were in a jam, they have done this to their kid. Um, In a jam... 
Mm-hmm. They've left their kid in the car. Why? Why would you leave your kid in the car if you're in a jam? I don't know. No, it's borrow money from their piggy bank. <laughs> That's lame. It's a dick move, but it's the perfect move. Yeah, but because kids don't really realize how much money they have until a certain age. So below a certain age, you can get away with it. It's the perfect crime. Now, see, I did the reverse when I was a kid. And I'm you would steal from your dad's piggy bank. Yeah, but see, this is the worst part about it is, you know, I, I feel I feel bad about it. And obviously more so now than when I was a kid. But my dad and my mom would keep old school coins and old school bills, in particular, two dollar bills. And I would use the two dollar bills. Oh, no. My dad is the same. My dad yeah. loves the two dollar bill. Yeah. I fucked he, up. He, he, he has like an orgasm when he goes to the store and pays with it. He doesn't usually pay with it, but sometimes he'll go to the store and try to pay with the $2 bill because yeah. so many people under a certain age, and these are people that work at like Trader Joe's or you know Target, they yeah. don't know. They've never seen. They think it's counterfeit. Yeah. They think it's fake. Yeah. It's a good bill. Fuck. Yeah. It is solid. Yeah. You got to go to the bank and ask, can I get a couple of $2 bills? Can I get a couple of $2 bills? Do you have to, I think you have to order those, don't you? N- maybe now you do, but when I was younger, you just could go into the bank and they'd have, you know, sometimes they'd have them and they just get them out. So. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is if you keep like old the old $20 bills, they think those are counterfeit. Like if you have <laughs> money laying around that's old. and yeah. I-, I found uh, I had a wad of gambling money that I had buried in a bag, and I went to pay, and I had the old-style $20 bills, and they, they looked that thing over. Like a, they had a magnifying glass out. They were like, oh, what is this? Oh, the writing on this is different. Well, it's just even bad when you go to Vegas now, and you go to the casinos, and they mark your bills with a, with a highlighter. That sucks. Yeah, that's a, that's a dick move. Yeah. All right, uh, another pop quiz question. A new survey asked people how they have kept their mind sharp during the pandemic. 36% of people said this, and I am in this 36% guess, Con. That's your clue. I am part of this 36% of people that have done this to keep their mind sharp. So it's either fasting or exercising. I'll go with fasting. No, none of the above. None of the above. Watching documentaries. Watching a documentary. I don't feel good watching a documentary unless I talk to somebody else about it because then I don't retain it as much. Does that make sense? Yeah, well, I, I, with my wife, that's kind of the thing we, we watch. That's our neutral ground because she doesn't really like sports that much and I don't really like the shit that she likes. So uh, that's the middle ground. Like we both enjoy learning random things from documentaries. And I understand all documentaries are biased because whoever made the, the documentary is, uh, you know, has, has biased. We all have bias based on our background and our upbringing and all that. But the one I've been watching, which I'm obsessed with, and I love it. It was from last year. It's the country music documentary on PBS. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even like a big country music fan. I, I've actually become more of a country music fan watching this. And I like some of the early country music musicians, uh, which I, I'm shocked by. And uh, young Ben would say, what the fuck is wrong with old Ben? <laughs> but but no, it's good stuff. It's good music. And But the reason I was told to watch it by a friend of mine was it. they, they said that you'll be amazed at how radio and country music were in bed with each other, the early days of radio in America and how they were side by side. And the popularity of radio was tied to country music and the popularity of country music was tied to radio. It's like the hillbillies and the, uh, some of these early episodes, it was crazy. Like radio stations, uh, WSB, uh, we Southern boys was what it was, (laughs) was what it was called, but it was all like country music stuff. And they, in the early days of radio, they would hire bands to live and in the city where the radio station was and just perform nightly. They'd have shows at like 9 o'clock at night every night. Um, big acts would perform, and they'd be tied to the radio station. That's pretty solid. I mean, we have some of them with iHeart. Like, we have a performance studio in Burbank. Yeah, but that's like come in once a time, once in a while. The, the, this was every night or every Saturday night. Right. In fact, in Nashville... They at Opryland that they had all the big that was like the biggest spot in the world and that station was in the early days of radio went from coast to coast you could hear Opryland performances country music from coast to coast that's how big and I worked at the Mighty Six Ninety in San Diego which was a border blaster station yeah and they that was the same concept although it was a little bit later after country music. 
Um, but that was where Wolfman Jack had worked. Uh, the you know nobody knows who that is anymore, but a legendary DJ. If you're a radio nerd like me, that's a big deal. I remember when I worked, I walked uh, in the hallways at the Mighty Six Ninety for the first time, and I was excited because I got to work with Hacksaw, and it was a big deal. But I saw they had a photo of Hacks uh, of uh, not Hacksaw, but of uh, of the legendary DJ there. I was like, oh my god, Wolfman Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because I'd heard story. Uh, he had this really gravelly kind of you know, it's hard to describe, but. I think they parodied him. Uh, they did a parody of him in The Simpsons one time in the early Simpsons. But <sighs> anyway, he passed away a long time ago. But it was kind of cool. But that was a Border Blaster station, so you should check that out if you have time. It's a very long. I've only gotten through like the first four episodes. I still have a lot to get through, but I only watch these on the weekend. So it's going to take me probably the rest of the damn year to get through these documentaries because like sixteen hours of documentaries. I think I've made it through four hours so far, but it's good. It's really good, and I don't know how much I'm going to like the last few because I I like the early ones because mostly about radio. I think the further on it gets away from that because the radio business changed. And to think though, this makes me feel good that. I've done night radio mostly. I did a midday. I've done mornings a little bit, but mostly nights and overnights. The early days of radio valued like 8 and 9 o'clock at night. Yeah. Now it's about 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. After that, doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. They don't care. They spit on you in radio if you're on any other time than 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. How does that feel? <laughs> Feels good. I like, getting, <laughs> I like getting spit on. Uh, all right. Uh Let's see. What's next? All right. Uh, we did the documentaries. According to a new survey, two-thirds of people who are working remotely right now say there are things they miss about the office. What was the thing they missed most? Free food. Uh, no. F- being face-to-face with other people. Yeah, I'll just I don't that. miss that at all. I actually, one of the reasons my life has improved is I'm not face to face with other people. What a fucking <laughs> asshole! Oh my god, I'm kidding, guy, calm down, jeez. Uh, you're not kidding. You are I'm not kidding. kidding. I am kidding. I am kidding. I I got this. I got this triggering text a couple days ago from a colleague of ours who's a producer, and he produces between Fox and iHeart Los Angeles. Ben, he sent me a picture, not of a vending machine. He sent me a picture of a refrigerator that looked like a vending machine, but it was free for all the employees. Inside, Where was this? iHeart LA. iHeart Burbank. Are you shitting me? And really? The refrigerator, Ben, I kid you not, was stocked with ice cream, chick- uh, ice cream sandwiches, Snickers ice cream bars, like all these desserts. I was just like, what the fuck is this? He says it's stocked <laughs> all the time for us. Nothing that we'd get at first. Wow. You know, I worked at EEI, and they brought me back there a few times to do shows, and they I went to the cafeteria, and I was immediately like, what's what's the cafeteria like? <laughs> Who cares what anything else? What kind of food do they have? And so I go in the cafeteria, and they had it look like a, like a, a quickie mart set up in the cafeteria. Oh. And I was like, holy crap. This, and then somebody pointed out, uh, it's, uh, it's not free. It's the honor system. They say it's the honor system, though. But at Intercom Boston, they had a camera on, on, on the food. So it's the honor system. But if people aren't paying, uh, I think they're going to go back to the uh, videotape, as Warner Wolf would say. <laughs> that's good. Oh, yeah. That's good. But they had everything. I mean, but you had to, it was cheap. You know, it's kind of like when I first went to Yankee Stadium. Yeah. The old Yankee Stadium in the 90s, and I went to the press box. The food was not free, but you could get a hot dog for like a, a dollar and a pretzel for 50 cents. It was that kind of thing. So the food was a little cheaper than normal, but you still had to pay for it. All right. We don't, yeah, we don't. We don't get that. No. Although they did put a vending machine in, which was a big accomplishment. That was a big accomplishment. That took 17, 18 years before well, the company put a vending machine in where we all work. And we got a kitchen. We don't We don't just have a kitchen. God. That is right out of the Smurfs. That is a Smurf kitchen. <laughs> I love it. I loved the Smurfs when I was a kid. Yeah. All right. 14. Are you eating, by the way? Guess what? It sounds no, like you're eating. I heard chewing. No. Because that would be a really schmucky move to eat while we're doing the. No, if I was eating, I would. I ate before we started this thing. Well, maybe you're eating again. Maybe you're a big fatty and you're eating. No, I'm a big fatty, but I'm not eating again. All right, forty nine percent of couples do this together before getting married. What is it? Buy a house. 
it's same train of thought. Not a house. It's something smaller than a house, but something that this. Uh, many women use this as a test to find out if a man is worthy. This is very important to women. This is, I'm, I'm generalizing and I am stereotyping, but I think I'm right. I think this cr- this cuts across all ethnicities, all yeah, all of that. Doesn't matter your ethnic background. I think all women are wired the same way. Generally, when when this, and even um, gay guys, how about that? Oh. I you just threw me a curveball. I don't know. Get a pet together. Oh fuck. Right? It don't my I had a buddy of mine when I was in college. He told me, he says be be worried. When the woman wants to get a dog or a cat with you, that is a test to see if you're hu- if you're uh, father material. Yeah. If how you take care of the pet is how you're going to take care of your kid, and and so they before they you know, the women uh, have your child, they want to know that you are going to be able to handle a pet. It's good. Yeah. All right. Fourteen percent of people admit to hitting this while driving. What is it? Steering wheel or horn. No, it's something you hit like with your car. Oh, I was going to say like I hit my horn when I. Um, so you're horny when you drive? You hit your yes, horn? Yes. Right. Hit the right. curb. No, uh, they hit a toll booth. What? Like, how, how's that? Are you, no, I don't. It can't be 14%. Is, there, is that a big pandemic where people are taking down toll booths? Yeah. I remember I was on the New York Expressway driving overnight one time and. Yeah. I stopped at the toll booth. I've told the story before, but this guy that was the toll booth operator, I am convinced that he was not actually human. He was like a zombie. Mm. Uh, and he was, or he was like an alien from, it was like men in black, that kind of thing. And I yeah. expected him to like rip the skin off and become something else. It was wild. But I never hit a toll booth. Uh, I did it when I was in, when I was in Boston. I've, I have a couple toll booths. Right? I did the one in, in, in uh, upstate New York. But in Boston, yeah. my guy Vinny, the great Vinny in Boston, we were going uh, over one of the bridges there in Boston. There was a toll, toll booth. And he told me, he said, go to, I think it was like lane seven or something. I forget which number, but he said, go to that, go to that lane. I said, what the, Lenny, what the, uh, uh, Vinny, I said, who the, who the fuck cares, Vinny? I mean, they're all the same. No, 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 go over there. I know a guy. So, so we go to the toll booth and the guy, uh, Vinny pops his head out of the back window. Hey! You know, you know, so and so, and uh, he then proceeds to give him the fake uh, handshake where he slipped him, pretends like he's slipping him the money. Yeah. Toll booth goes up, gate goes up, we go through, not having to pay the toll. (laughs) Okay, so this is something relatable, but it's a little bit different. But you know, this being living in in LA, like late at night drive throughs are some of the hardest curbs to turn. Yes. That is true. At the Jack in the Box, when you're making a foodie yes. run, yes. it's a problem. It is a. Pro- I agree. No, no, no disagreement there. No lies detected. Yes. No lies detected at all, <laughs> man. All right. One in eight women admit they get annoyed when they meet a woman who has this. Botox. Botox. Botox lips. Uh, no, that's incorrect. 12.5% of women are annoyed when they meet a woman that has the same name they have. What? I would have thought same outfit because don't women usually oh, get a I, little, I, I a little catty? I think that's a higher percentage. Yeah, probably. I don't care. I, I, I feel a bond when guys call up named Ben. I'm like, look, another Ben. He's lived the same life I've had with Ben. Uh, you know, I feel good. I'm happy about it. There's a lot of people named David. How do you feel about other people named David? It's a good name. It's a great name. I Ben's like, a better name. Eh, ben right. trumps David. Uh, not in the Bible. What was that evil laugh? Jeez. I think of the great, the great Bens. So many great Bens. Benjamin ben Roethlisberger. Ben Ra- Benjamin Franklin, that's right. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. probably the GOAT, right? Ben Gordon, NBA player. Oh, boy. Great Ben. You know, solid guy. Good career. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Ben Ogilvie, oh, baseball player for the Brewers back in the 80s. Yeah. Good Ben. Ben McDonald, pitcher for the Orioles. Yeah. A lot of Bens. Sneaky good name, Ben. Sneaky good. Ben Watson, tight end. Ben. Come on, Patriots. Patriots. Super Bowl winner. Saints, yeah. Champion. Name Ben. 
All right. 13% of us have accidentally dropped our phone into this. Toilet. What is it? No. Beer. Oh, I've never done that. Not yet. Life's not over. Still time. Still time to do it. Well, hold on. Why would I drop my phone in beer, though? Well, I don't know. You're drinking a beer. You're at the bar. You got the beer mug in front of you, and you're holding your phone, looking at social media, looking at an ass model on Instagram, and then the next thing you know, it slips, and there you go. No. Wouldn't do that. How do these ass models make so much money? I looked up. Somebody sent me a link to some guy in the Miami Heat that was dating some Instagram model. So I, I was like, how do they make money? I looked it up. She's worth like five million dollars. Oh. All she does is bend over tables and you know, sh- you know, shove her tushy in your face, and she makes five. How is that possible? Yeah. How? And I don't see any advertising. How do? I'm seriously. How do they make money? Well, it's she holds up the little shake. The uh, who's buying that? No one's buying that. They're looking at her ass. They're not buying the drink. Yeah, they're buying the clicks, or they get paid up front though. That's the other thing too. What a scam! It's good though. Well, good for them. Good for the ladies. Okay, but I mean, okay. my God. But who? But who comes out on top? Is it them, or is it the plastic surgeons here in L.A.? Oh yeah, because the... that's a revolving industry. You talk about buying an iPhone seven and having to buy a new one within a year or two. That's the same thing. Yeah, they have. It's it, it, the key thing in any business is to get a monthly payment plan. Yeah, if you're a plastic surgeon, you pretty much have that because you got to have some maintenance done on your your Botox or your uh, your ass implants or your boob implant. You, you got to have that stuff upgraded. Yeah. So I mean, I've seen I've seen women using PEDs now. Is that right? Yeah, I like I see. Like you could tell, like, what, a what kind of what kind of women are you dating, man? But the fitness models, like when they're when they're showing less than ten percent body fat, and they're well into their thirties and forties, I'm fucking sorry. Like you're not pumping out testosterone, like in a high <laughs> volume anyway. And then could you like that? I just had a, a developing take here. Could you imagine? Oh, no. you, could you imagine if they called in Congress? called in the Instagram booty models like they did the baseball players. <laughs> did you have ass implants? I have never. And you can have some woman wearing spandex pointing at Congress. <laughs> I have never had ass implants ever. Oh. <laughs> How great would that be? Like four inch long fingernails. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Covered in makeup, you know, the whole thing. Oh, yeah. oh. oh that would be wonderful. Oh. God, that would be great. That would be a good parody skit on if they still did comedy. <laughs> If they did comedy, that would be a good bit. Oh, that would be funny. Uh, all right. Uh, when it comes to surprise gift gifting, uh, giving, 55% of moms admit that they have done this. Mm, they've used old gifts. No, they have forgotten where they hid the gifts. Oh. Interesting. This is like the reason there's hidden treasure, right? That people hide things and then they forget exactly where they put the thing of gold bars. Yeah. And that's why, yeah, it's called the treasure hunt. Yeah. Uh, we, we've done that here. My wife has put stuff away and then completely forgotten where it is. And then we have to go buy new, we have to buy that stuff again. Yeah. That's, when I was a kid, I used to love Easter egg hunts with my uncle. My uncle's six foot four and he was, he is creative. And he would hide the eggs, and the eggs would either have like a dollar in it, five bucks, twenty dollars, or candy in it. And he'd hide these eggs all over my grand my grandmother's house, outside, up in the trees, on top of a trailer. He was really creative. I always used to love those. Yeah, 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 yeah. The uh, well, we we didn't have you know, growing up Jewish, obviously, and, and being Jewish, we didn't have that. But uh, we had the uh, the uh, what's it called? Boy, I'm having a the uh, Afi Coleman, I believe, uh, that's it. And and we would have to hide that, which is like the Jewish version of the Easter egg. Oh. <laughs> and then the kids would run through the house and try to find the Afi Coleman. Mm-hmm. Where did you hide the Afi Coleman? And, uh, and I, I got to tell you, I beat my brother. I got two brothers. I beat him most of the time. <laughs> I was good at that. I was good at that. I was able to find the Afi Coleman. I was. Loser leaves California? <laughs> no, the winner went to California. What are you talking about? Oh, they both went to states that are like California, so I don't know. I don't know how they won that. At least politically, they're like California. Um, man, all right. The older people get, the less likely they are to do this. Mm. Um, shave. No, proca- procrastinate. You know, take time doing stuff. The older you get, you get stuff done. Oh, 
I procrastinate like no other. I have heard about that. Mm. I know when it comes to booking certain people on the podcast, it's uh, uh, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Well, like uh, like a famous man once told me, pro bono, you're getting my leftovers. I don't know who ever <laughs> says something like that. I mean, you're. Your pro- your name is your product. I mean, my God. I- uh, well, as you told me, as the great big uh, me, I don't know. Me, I, I never. I would never. You my, have no proof of my, that. I've never my, said my that. That's a lie. Is, my name is not on the marquee, so I do not have to worry. Well, that is that. true. That I, I have told you that. Uh, that is absolutely true. All right. Nearly ten yes. percent of pet owners admit doing this, even though it's uh, something that most people would think is gross. Um. Eating their dog food or eating their pet's food. Yes. Taste testing their dog food. Yeah. Did, well, with, with Bella, do you actually give her dog food or do you give her food that you guys would eat? No, we we have dog food for her to eat. She yeah. does not like the dog food. She yeah. prefers to give us puppy dog eyes and beg yeah. whenever I'm eating, yeah. and uh, which is not very often, thank God. But uh, yeah, she knows how to work the room. Yeah, my sister. She knows how to work the room. One of my sisters cooks up a good a good little dinner for for her dog. She does chicken and vegetables like on the regular. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's nice. All right, last one here because we're, my God, look at the time. My God, look at the time. We've gone long again. That Sunday podcast will be 10 minutes. All right, anyway, the average person believes that in a perfect world, this would take 12 minutes to get done. What is it? Orgasms. <laughs> That's funny. No, uh, the correct answer would be a cooking dinner. Well, what foods could you make in twelve minutes? I, Some I, chocolate chip cookies. No. You could. Get. I, I could do a steak in twelve minutes. I could do a steak in twelve minutes. How long does it take you to cook a tomahawk steak? That's gonna take a while. That'd probably take like probably double the time. 24 minutes? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. But, all right. We got to get out of here, guess again. Yeah, yeah, we got to go, I guess. All right. all right. Stop talking, please. All right. Have a great rest of your Saturday. Remember, if you have not yet listened to Benny versus the Penny, watched it on YouTube, do that. Check it out. Get all the picks on the NFL games on Sunday. And we'll have another short podcast, very short podcast on Sunday. Have a wonderful rest of your weekend. And we'll catch you next time. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits... LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Com slash compatibility.